Hello everybody, this is Ethan and welcome back to another episode of Chitter Chatter, this is episode 35. Um, just want to start off by saying I apologise um, if my voice sounds a bit off or a bit weird. It's just because I've been um, shouting uh, and celebrating uh, over here um, with United's win over Manchester City in the Manchester Derby, which is what we'll be talking about today. Um... <coughs> Uh, it's the first time Manchester United have actually pulled the the double of Manchester City uh, in the league since 2009-2010 season, I believe. So that's back when Sir Alex was still managing. And um, I think, you know, obviously there was some good points for United. Um and, uh, you know, I, I can't exactly pick out a lot of bad points. Um, and that's that that's strange, because when United do play, uh, a lot of people usually can pick out some uh, negative points. Um, but this match, it, it, was, it was United's day-to-day. And, yeah, you know, <clears throat> we, we defended... Um, very, very well, I thought. Especially in the final, about 15 minutes, 15 minutes-ish. Um, City was piling on all the pressure. United was holding on to a 1-0 lead. I was like, it's probably, you know... I, I actually I actually said I'm not surprised if it's going to be a draw because I have a bad feeling a City goal is coming. But that bad feeling was just that. It was just a feeling. It didn't happen. didn't come true, thank goodness. Um... But no, United's defending, you know, on point, really, on point. You know, all the defenders I felt played pretty well. <clears throat> and, um, yeah, it's, you know, we, we United have won against City th- three times this season out of four matches. City beating us at Old Trafford in the Carabao Cup first leg 3-1 and then us beating them in the... Second leg 1-0, but us still going out of the Carabao Cup, which City uh, actually won against Aston Villa. But the league double, um, we've we've pulled it off. And, um, you know, there's a debate. It, it was actually, you know, me and my brother actually agreed. It was quite a strange derby, you know, from the, um, from the Aguero offside VAR um, when... Pretty much just play stopped because the line's been put up his flag. The players just didn't play to the whistle, and then it was actually it was very very it was a very narrow margin, uh, and then it was all you know, like if it was overturned, that would have been a massive controversy, um, because the play had stopped. Also, uh, the free kick which led to United's first goal, Bruno Fernandez, lovely. Uh, assist with a magnificent chip, uh, Martial finishing off with a very nice volley. Um, Edison, I feel, um, and I, I think you know, City fans will agree with this, and well, anyone who was watching the match really would agree that Edison should have saved that. To be honest, but Ed- Edison, um, we'll come back to him later because he had an absolute nightmare. Uh, sorry about the rain uh, as well. If you can hear it, it's um, it's not very good weather over here at the moment. <laughs> Um, 
what else was going to talk about? Oh yeah, the possible uh, penalty claim, uh, the possible penalty for Manchester United when Fred went down. Um, oh no, actually, sorry, no, the free kick first. Yeah, so I, I, sorry, I only discovered the goal, but some people were saying that it shouldn't have been a free kick. Now, I didn't think it should have been. I, I don't think it should have been a free kick, to be honest, to be perfectly honest with you, because from most of the angles, um, it looked like Bruno Fernandes had uh, dived. Uh, but from one angle, it did look like... Um, uh, I can't remember who it was, but uh, the the City player r- kind of running in to Fernandez. Uh, but I, I do I do think Bruno, um, you know, made the most of it. You know, which all players do, I suppose. Um, so if you know if if there was contact, uh, uh, if there was contact, I don't blame Bruno for going down. But um, it's it, it's a tough one. I think I think more um, angles need to be watched of it to decide if it should have been a free kick. Um, but as I said, even with the free kick, um, you know, itself, you know, no one, uh, well, not no one was marking, but it was poor marking on City's part of uh, Anthony Martial and uh, poor goalkeeping by Edison. Um, now, come back to the um, the penalty claim when Fred went down. I think it should have been a penalty. I'd, I don't know why VAR, well, I'm sure VAR did look at it, but I don't know why VAR didn't overturn the decision of no penalty because to me it did look like he was clipped fred it did you know it did look like uh fred was clipped <clears throat> and um VA, the i think the var decision was something like um the contact was not sufficient enough for fred to go down the way he did but you know as, as i said just there like you know fred you know players you know, do exaggerate their um, their falls nowadays. You know, if if they feel a bit of contact, then they'll fall. You know, um, but I think the VAR was like, yeah, well, he, he made the most of it, and it's not sufficient enough contact. But I think you know, if Fred was clipped and he went down, then that should be a penalty, surely. But um, it wasn't given, and Fred was actually booked for that for diving. But I. I don't think it was a dive at all. Uh, other people might disagree with me, but that's just my opinion. Um, then getting back onto Edison, the Manchester City goalkeeper, um, he did have an absolute nightmare of a game. Uh, three occasions. So the first occasion, the one that we already talked about, um, of him should you know he should have been saving that Martial shot, but he didn't. The other point um, in the game when the ball was, you know, basically passed back to him and he basically missed the shot, um, then he ran towards the ball, but Martial was there. Um, but Edison just about got there before him, but, you know, that was... You know, Edison got off extremely lucky there. He was very lucky that he got up to the ball because, like, you know, split second later, Martial would have put that in. Um, but it, it it wasn't it wasn't good uh, from Edison at all. And um, the final um, point is the um, final goal for Manchester United. The second goal, uh, 90, 90 plus 7 minutes, Scott McTominay, 2-0 
to Manchester United. Um, Edison made a right, a right hash of it. Uh, basically threw it out, and um, you know it. It just went straight past, you know. It, it, you know, it really did. It didn't reach his um, player at all, or the player that he was aiming for. Scott McTominay scooped it up, and you know, to be fair, you know, obviously the goal was there, and Edison was, you know, off his line, obviously. But I think Scott McTominay did very well to actually, you know, get it in from a distance. Um, uh, very well taken, and yeah, just. A fantastic way to end off the match because you're always liking them final 10 minutes you know oh you know when it's one nil there's nothing worse than uh, i remember reading a quote i think it was like you know there is nothing worse than being one nil up or down in a match because it's if you're the team that's winning then obviously you're very nervous because if the other team scores at any point, then that's your points gone, unless obviously you can score again. But, you know, that's all your hard work undone. And United was working really hard. As I said, the defence was magnificent, uh, holding off the City pressure in the last 15 minutes. And <clears throat> if you're... 1-0 down, then obviously you have that hope of, yes, we can, you know, maybe scrape some points up here. Uh, but obviously the other team is still winning, do you know? <clears throat> but in them fifteen minutes it was it was all it was all um it was all Manchester City. It was only at the very end that uh, Scott McTominay popped up with that fantastic goal. Um yeah, I mean I don't really have a lot of negative points. I mean a lot a lot of people were saying that they don't want to see Daniel James <clears throat> on the on well not on the pitch that sounds a bit horrible but you know they don't want to see him play because they don't think he's a he's he's kind of off form at the minute I don't I don't think Daniel James is necessarily a bad player but um he had some chances that like I remember uh, at a certain point in the match he was running kind of diagonal into the box. Uh, towards Edison, and instead of pulling it back to an unmarked Bruno Fernandes, shot it right at the goalkeeper. And obviously, from that angle, it's going to be very hard to score. So why would you not put it to Bruno Fernandes? You know, because he has a higher chance of scoring from an easier angle. You know, <clears throat> now the, the moment could have just got to James, and he could have just shot it. But you, you know, in in them in them moments, you need to be composed. And I think. Um, Daniel James just wasn't composed. But, you know, Daniel James, he's, he's pacey. And, you know, that's what United have. They have a lot of pace. But, um, unfortunately, you know, hopefully Daniel James can find his form uh, again. Because when he was on form at the start of the season, it was fantastic. But it's he's, he's a bit, um, as I said, off form at the moment. <clears throat> but uh, Manchester is red once again. And... I'm extremely happy with the result. Sorry about my voice because it is absolutely gone. Um, because I've been, well, I was shouting a lot at the telly. Uh, and I was obviously shouting a lot when United scored, celebrating and everything. Um, so, yeah. Uh, thank you very much for listening, as always. Uh, you can follow the uh, Chitter Chatter podcast. You can follow my Twitter Um 
at the at the CC podcast underscore. Um, and once again, um, thank you very much for listening. I hope you have a great day, great night, great evening, great afternoon, great morning, or wherever you are uh, in the world listening to this. And once again, as always, thank you very much for listening. I've said it about three times now. <laughs> uh, and goodbye.